What's up, folks? It is game day Sunday, and of course we know that our birds are taking on Carolina in the Carolinas. This should be a good return game for the Eagles, for Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, the defense, for everyone involved there, and for everyone who made the trip from Philly. We hope that everyone has a good game, safe game, and enjoy everything that's going on down there in Carolina. And on the other side of the screen here momentarily, as soon as I get everything else fired up, we will have from Goose's Pond Media Studio out there in Philly slash Limerick, Pennsylvania. Of course, featuring Goose's Goat. So in studio, we have the guys out there live and they have a live studio audience as well. So that'll be a lot of fun. So I'm controlling things here live in Tampa from the LG Direct Sales Solution Studios. And we welcome everyone for tuning in. And hopefully we have our Tampa viewers as well. And by the way, because it is still uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, to my family and those tuning in from Puerto Rico, uh, muchas gracias por ustedes viendo el show esta, esta tarde. Gracias por ustedes por el mes de nosotros y toda la gente que está viendo el show. Y que pasen un buen día y el mes de nosotros que celebramos todo entire, uh, the entire month. I screwed up there at the very end. But so everyone enjoy Her uh, the Heritage Hispanic Month as we all continue to celebrate here leading up until about another two weeks. And of course, for everyone, you can always celebrate the gift of life, which is every single day. But again, we'll be getting into a lot here today. Obviously, Carolina Eagles, but reflected upon the things that went wrong last week versus KC that should have been a win, could have walked away with a win, but didn't. So we'll break that down as we get over here to the other side. We know that today, normally, we do start at 1130. But because of other obligations today, we start to show off at 12.40 this afternoon. But regardless, still same great show. And thanks to everyone who likes, subscribes, shares the page. We do appreciate the love and support. And by the way, if you guys have not seen the updated site there from BroadStreetSouth.com, take a look as we added a sports ticker. A couple ads are in there you know, that obviously Google have allowed us to put in. So we thank Google for that. And along with our menu description, it's a little bit easier to navigate through there, along with obviously our store. Don't forget at broadstreetsouth.org uh, there on the store itself. So lots to talk about today. We'll get into it. I see the comments already coming in. We thank everyone for tuning in. This should be a great show. We enjoy everyone every week as we always do. But let's get episode 85 going on today with Goose's Ghosts. I'm Angel. This is Broadstreet South. Again, of course, we have Fuji in studio with the rest of the guys. So I will, even though he will be dancing on the other side of this, and you guys unfortunately can't see, but I, as I tell him every single time, I will catch him dancing the one time live. But nonetheless, here is my co host, Vito Corleone. <laughs> Jay, he didn't do that. I was waiting for <laughs> but he didn't dance. What's going on, fellas? It is Goose's Pond Media Studio simulcast today here from Tampa, Florida as well. It is absolutely fantastic. Blue skies, about 90 degrees here in the fall, which is absolutely beautiful. And I see Flo, obviously Fuji, the co-host, and then the newest introduction. Flo, I will allow you to introduce the special guest that we have today just to your right, my left. He goes by the name of Big D, but we call him Darren. Shout out to Pottstown. Pottstown, Pennsylvania's in the building along with Omega Sci-Fi. Shout out Cheney University. We are here. We're pre-gaming. And if it's all right with you, Big Angel, it's all right if I start the show off correctly. Is that all right with you? I'm just trying to get no, the, the okay from all the way in Tampa, Florida. Can we start the show off right? Listen, it's all right. Kick it off. All right, let's go. 
Pitchford right here. Shout out to Goose's Pond. We're doing it real big. Y'all know how we do it right here. Having a great time, smoking cigars, enjoying life, and pregame. We've been pregaming since about 7.30, 8 o'clock this morning. Am I right? Yes, sir. We've Darren been. called me. Fuji came and ate a whole cheese steak. <laughs> Chilled at my house. We were watching videos and watching all types of stuff, getting ready for you, Big Angel. But today's a special day in Philly. I know I'm starting off kind of crazy, but I got a couple things to talk about. One, the Phillies lost, so that's a boo. Um, the Sixers, that's going down. Uh, ben Simmons is still very disappointing, so I'm very upset about that. But the bottom line of it is, Angel, is that the Eagles got to win today, bro. We got to win today. That is absolutely true. Listen, they have to win today. There's no other choice. And by the way, getting back to Ben Simmons here momentarily, if any of the Kardashians are watching, can you do me a favor? Can you just leave? I don't care where you go to Russia, go anywhere you want to go, just leave. Because apparently Ben wants to go there with you. And that's fine. You know what? Let Ben stay in Cali. That's Ben's thing. But for me, I don't for I just don't care for Ben anymore. See you later. Goodbye. Good riddance. Mm. That, that's it for Ben Simmons. That's the only praise he's going to get on this show because he can do whatever he pleases. You're getting paid millions of dollars to be a big old baby for nothing. You should have stayed here because the championship is coming to Philly, by the way. It's coming. So if you want to leave, go out to L.A., live that goofy life out there, do what you want to do. No offense to anybody in California. Just Ben, go live your life. See you later. $170 million. <laughs> Angel! Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. 170 million. He's yeah. mad at Philly, Philly, Jersey, and Delaware. He's mad at 76 fans because he can't shoot foul shots and he can't hit a jump shot. How are you mad? And you didn't show up to camp. Well, because again, he wants it. Fuji, 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 act like you're ESPN and you're interviewing me. Can you please? So say, say live at ESPN interviewing Ben Simmons for the first live time. Live from ESPN interviewing Ben Simmons. Who can't shoot a jump shot or make a layup? So what else can you do, Ben? Besides just dump the ball off the Matisse Stiebel for the layup? All right, Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia, uh, a brotherly love, uh, sisterly affection. I just want to apologize for my immaturity. You know what I mean? I was a little upset for all the booze and stuff like that, but I've been working on my jump shot. I've been working on my jump shot. I know if I come back to Philly, it's all the cheese steaks. All the strombolis, all the hoagies. All the Philly steaks you all, can yeah, eat. All the Philly steaks you can eat. But I just want to say I apologize, Philly. If you guys would accept me, I've been working on my game. I've been staying away from the Kardashians. And if you guys would just give me one more chance, like Biggie Smalls, maybe we can go and make this. I know I made a lot of money in Philadelphia, y'all. and But I just want to apologize for my immaturity. I'm working on my game. I owe you guys that. I got 170 million reasons why I need to make this <laughs> apology. And I just want to take the time out, D. And apologize for my immaturity. Is there any way that you guys can accept my apology? That's all he has to do, Angel. That's all he has to do. Is it, That's all he has to do. All he has to do is come to the camera and say, Philly, Jersey, Delaware, all my Sixers fans around the world, Angel, uh, Broad Street South, I apologize for my immaturity. I shouldn't act like this. I got 170 million reasons why I should stay. I put up your 76ers. I want to shout out to all my, uh, my teammates. I apologize. And I want to come back. I want to win championships in Philadelphia. Angel, how hard is that? How hard is that? It only took him three minutes. I made it up myself, along with that great introduction from, from Fuji. How hard is that to come on and apologize to the fans and continue to go and make your money? But it's, 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 
it's it, not that hard. The problem is that you end up having it's like the Kardashians. Do the Kardashians ever admit when something they've done that turns from not ever gold to crap? They've never in their lifetime. But yet you get a bunch of people that are always like, oh my God, I want to be a Kardashian. Oh my God, they got so much money. Oh my God, here, take my money. Well, Ben is doing pretty much the same thing to Philly. Ben is telling Philly, thanks, I'll take the money and run, except for now you're getting fined for that money. So let me know how it works out for you there, Ben, because he's never going to apologize. That's the problem. Ben thinks that he's bigger than life and your jump shot is garbage. If you want to put it out to it, it's garbage. You're not practicing anything. The only thing you want to practice again is maybe some Kardashian love, Go fix up your new house. I don't know. Go take a ride out to, to Malibu or wherever it is that's going out there with, with, with Jamie or whoever else. But to me, you're ne he's not going to do it. Unfortunately, Ben is done here in Philly. And honest to God, even if he came back to apologize, I don't want him. You know why? Because he's not going to give 100%. It's just the way Ben operates, especially now. Basically, when Embiid is calling him out, and he doesn't want to hear either. But the thing of it is, is top five dead or alive. Philadelphia has to be. Pennsylvania has to be one of the best crowd-based fans that you would love to play for. I mean, I can understand about the Lakers. I can understand about no the Lightning. Doubt. I can understand about the Buccaneers next week. I can understand about Boston. I can understand all that. But how could you not want to play in Philadelphia? These guys from Philly, Jersey, and Delaware, wow. they cheer their behinds off every single – by the way, Penn State lost uh, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so – you know what I mean? So we're we're fighting out here. I mean, we're you talking about Broad Street South, baby. We got the gloves on. Fuji, let me get one of uh one of you looking at me. Because everyone from <laughs> South Philly, the South Jersey, Philly Eye, <laughs> the South Philly Eye, we are really pissed off right now. Penn State lost. Ben State, uh Ben Simmons is still BSing. The the, mm -hmm. the Phillies are done. We don't know how great our Sixers are gonna be. The Eagles gotta win today. We have it's, to win. It's today. a must win. It's a must win. We have to. We have to. It is a much much needed win. And and according to Nick Sirianni, he says that apparently the talk of the I guess inside the locker room when it comes to the quarterbacks, it's supposed to be a lot better this time around. It, apparently, Jalen's supposed to be a little more relaxed. I guess Flacco's talked to a little more. So is Gardner Minshew. So I don't know. We will see because obviously within the last two weeks, what we expected from this team from Ben has not been what we expected. So we shall see what's going to end up happening today. Jalen Hurts knows that he needs to get back into this game. We've already heard and we discussed last week about as far as Deshaun Watson. They keep talking about that maybe he comes to Philly. He would waive his trade clause saying that he doesn't, you know, he's not worried about as far as what goes on with the Texans. But the problem is, again, now it's stories that are coming out and saying that all those stories were fabricated all but one. So if that's the case, what does that lead to Sean Watson? And would he want to stay as a Texan since the Texans would be like, uh, excuse me, Deshaun, I know you had a lot of issues going on with that part of it and everything else, but we're going to sit you down. Mind you, other players have done worse than Deshaun. And by any means, I'm not saying what he did is absolutely right or correct. That's everyone's opinion to, to each their own. But to my thing is, is that they know that what he did, okay, was still being investigated. Now, 22 out of the 23 stories are said to be fabricated. So then what? You expect for Deshaun to come back? Wait a minute, and I never cut you off. I got put on suspension. My boss put me on probation for two weeks from my actions that I did live on here on TV. Fuji stopped talking to me. He stopped taking my phone calls. You wouldn't <laughs> see my phone calls. Robert would act like he was sick for two weeks, all because of Deshaun Watson. And then now you guys are trying to tell me that some of these stories weren't true? 
after I was I've been sticking up for Deshaun Watson since day one. Maybe since, maybe she called Deshaun Watson. I've been sitting I've been the whole time when I was making all my little different jokes because that was my guy. You know what I mean? That was my guy. You're telling me that some of these stories are false now? Listen, according to, uh, again, the Houston Chronicle, a couple of places that are stating that it, it could be fabricated. So if that's the case, we're going to see. This story is not done yet, but it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen out there in Houston if it all comes down to one story. And even that story now is getting hammered so hard that we're going to see what it comes down to. And then if you're Deshaun Watson, like I said, do you stay there? Do you go to Miami? Do you come to Philly? And again, we'll have the situation saga with Jalen Hurts. If you bring him in here, how does Jalen feel? Are we recreating again another Nick Foles situation with Carson Wentz? So I listen, there's gonna be that would be interesting to see what's gonna happen the same way. And we'll get into a little bit later on with DCU because apparently DCU can't control themselves when it comes to uh narcotics, but that's something that, that's been put out there, and we'll discuss that a little bit later on. DCU, which I, I will call the dumb clowns university, because that's exactly what they are, since they can't apparently stay out of the limelight for negative things. But that's DCU. Ron Rivera, I hope you have the patience to get through all this. But if I'm you, my friend, I think it's time for you to say, you know what? I'm out. But again, we'll see. I know there's going to be a lot of DCU fans that might get upset, but so be it. But we'll get into that a little bit later on. As we know, last week, and we saw it, Fletcher Cox and Derek Gunn, a great friend of the show here, he stated that it seemed like Fletcher Cox was in the witness protection program because he didn't come to play. According to Nick Sirianni this week in his press conference, he stated that Fletcher Cox is having a tough time adjusting to the positions, both positions they want him to play. Now, again, you're getting paid millions of dollars. You should talk with the coaching staff and say, hey, listen, I understand you want me to play double duty, but if I'm good in my one position, how about we leave me there and then get someone from the practice squad to fill up, or at least you've got to pull me out of one play and bring somebody in there, make a shift, whatever you need to do. But Fletcher Cox last week, did not come to play. So I would love to get as far as you guys, the input when it came to Fletcher, because to me, he's got to step up this week as well. And according to Fletcher, he said he will play a much better game than what he did last week against Kansas City. I think Fletcher Cox is done. I've been saying it the last couple of years. It's the highest paid Eagle. He ought to be traded. Yeah, yeah. Fletcher Cox <laughs> is done collecting a paycheck. He's like Matt Geiger and the rest of those bums that played in this city stealing money. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can be sorry all you want. I'm telling you like it is. I've been saying Fletcher Cox has been done for at least three years. What? What? Hey, hey, I don't know if it's time. That's what she said. I, I, I don't know if it's time for me to chime in or not, but I'll tell you what. I think earlier on, Fletcher Cox's reasons were he was getting double teamed a lot. And then all of a sudden, you know, now it's talking about positioning. Um, I think at this point in time with, with Graham going out that Fletcher Cox is really who they're supposed to rely on. But now if you look across the defensive line, you know, you got you got Derek Barnett and you got these other guys that you're really relying on. But then again, you know, now you're getting the penalties. Right. Oh. So now you're getting the penalties and, and they're costing us. But I think that that Fletcher Cox, you know, I think he still needs to be able to step up and be able to lead this defense. I just think he's been dogging it for the last two, three years. Yeah. Don't right stop, Fuji. Don't don't hold back on him. Tell him. Tell him how you feel about Flex. I've been saying it. I'm saying yeah. Trey Fletcher Cox for the last couple of years. Get something for him now. Hey, the trade deadline's yeah. November 2nd. Ship him off. Hey, Ty, hey, get all the jury picks you can, but 
We know Haley will screw that up. Hey, but, but right now it's not the time to lose him because our defensive line is a little bit thin. Because you know, oh, Javon Hargraves kicking well, that damn door in when he gets yeah, that yeah, damn yeah, sack. Yeah, believe yeah, me. Yeah, but but he's he's on he's on the left side, so you still got yeah. to have the right side held down. So so yeah, but but I'm with you though. I think I, Cox should be playing a, playing a bigger. God role. forbid they keep losing out. I'd get rid of him by November second. Okay. Just okay. go. Just keep adding those draft picks. Can't keep. You got to end up trading for some somebody anyway, because we all know Howie can't drift, like I said. <laughs> but Howie is your best friend. We all know that Howie's your best friend. So you would have to listen, you need to get on the phone with Howie and let Howie know exactly how you feel, just like everyone else here in Philly. Because if, if you end up <laughs> if you end up getting it, Fletcher Cox, first of all, you would have to get what I guess between the trades, the cap money, in between everything else. Who takes on Fletcher Cox, and then what do you get out of it? Because we know that Jalen Rager apparently is trying to be spoken for by one Chicago Bears uh, team. Uh, wide receiver for wide receiver. So for Fletcher Cox, then who do you get? For Cox? At this point, who the heck knows in his career? He's on the downside of his career. Like I said, he's the highest paid Eagle, so dump that salary. Eagles are already going to have $70, $80 million under the cap next year, so – Caught bait on what you can get rid of now for the future. Well, we're going to listen and again. We're we got to see because it, I know Kathleen had put it there earlier. She said, and what the hell is up with Kerrigan? No socks, no sacks, no socks. Good lord. Yeah, I can read. I'm good. <laughs> no sacks, not socks. Uh, and uh, Kyle says he definitely agrees. Thanks everyone who's tuning in, by the way. I do appreciate the love and support here. Um, but when, when it comes out to listen again, the defense has not the last three games we've seen, it's been slipping and slipping and slipping. With Kansas City, it seemed like we we're gonna end up hanging in there, at least for the Philadelphia Eagles. But again, we saw it slip away again. Now you make the road trip out there to Carolina. According to again, Nick Sirianni in his press conference, he said what he likes about the Carolina defense when he was questioned about it was that they have speed in their defense, but supposedly so do the Eagles. Well, that's great that they both have speed, but they, again. Who shows up? Our linebackers are struggling. The safeties are struggling. So we have a struggling defense, and I understand we all get it. This is a rebuilding year. We know we have a brand-new coaching staff here, but things need to get better. The division is not out of anyone's reach. We know that Dallas right now is hot. We've seen Dallas go through these you know, little scenarios before. They get hot. They get cold. But we saw last year how many wins they ended up taking just to win the division. So I don't want to see, obviously, four games – for anyone to win the division this year, but the Eagles can get it turned around. And if they get it turned around, it should be against Carolina. So defense obviously needs to, I guess in the same way the Carolina does not have the best run defense or run offense. Obviously most of their attack is on the air is Matt Rowe is still trying to figure out his team and what's the balance, uh, the RPO, I guess for him. And he hasn't realized that the same with Nick Sirianni, who's having a tough time too with the RPO, but he's getting a little bit better at it every single week. So the expectations, let's go with, I guess, on our offensive side. Who steps up this week, and what do we see out of Jalen Hurts? And I'll go, Fuji, I guess, with you first. Oh, you got to get the running game going. I mean, the Eagles are number one in the screen pass. You know, you got to get the tight ends open with Dallas Goddard, Zach Hurts. You know, get Devontae Smith open, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins. You know, you got to – Nate Herbig starting at a right guard today. And then 
Jordan Mulata playing right tackle with Lane Johnson out today. So get that running game going. I mean, they they left four they left twenty eight points on the field last week through due to penalties. Or at least the three touchdowns got called back due to penalties. So you figure the 49ers game and last week they both shot themselves in the foot. Where technically they should be three and one, not one and three. Yeah, I, I would I would say two things real quick. I would say let's get Miles Sanders going. Let, let, let's Kenny Gainwell too. Let's, Kenny Gainwell is more of this offense Gainwell, right and, now. And Gainwell as well. But let's get some air under that ball. Let's get some air under that ball so we can get Smith out there, you know, on a bomb and, and catch him. So spread so, the field. So Hurts really got to get some air under that ball, throw it so the guys can run under it, and I think we're going to be good to My go. Panthers are necked up. With mm-hmm. their secondary, so why not take advantage take, of it? Take, take advantage of that. Get Even that. though they're third in defense in the league, but absolutely, you a- know a- they a- absolutely. And, and I think um, you know getting Zach Ertz and, and getting Goddard, getting getting mix them up with going. the twelve personnel at the absolutely. two tight ends. Yep, absolutely. especially Jason Kelsey's the only starter on this offensive line for you know the only one since week one. Yeah, yeah. Lane Johnson being out, Jordan Mulata coming back in today. So, you know, mix it up. Mix it, mix it up, mix it up. But we definitely got to stretch that ball out, stretch that field, take advantage of that banged-up um, defensive backfield that Carolina has, right. and let's go to it. I'm a little bit disappointed because people should be logging in and listening to our show for the last three weeks. Fuji, me and Fuji told you guys weeks ago about using the tight ends, a little dink and dunk plays. We're not going to get the screen game going. The screen game, that's our game. Right. That's game why trying to do all this other stuff on offense mm-hmm. is not working as you can see he's dropping back and he's taking off and just like another me- member of a, of a mega sci-fi Jayden he's just running he's just running and running and running <laughs> sometimes he does go mm-hmm. and get the first down but man let's just keep it simple man use our strengths our strengths is running the ball and using our tight ends and using our screens in order to move the ball up and down the field we'll be fine a lot of people are going and you're being you know what i mean it's still the beginning of the season. You got a brand new coaching staff, a brand new head coach. All the coaches on the on offense and defense are young coaches. We're our young team as far as coaches are concerned. A lot of these teams, you're going to have to wait to the second time you play them. You don't get two times to play the Panthers, but a lot of times in our own conference, they'll make the right you know decisions and make the right switches in order to go and to be successful. But I think that we don't we don't need to go and get all of our panties up in a bunch right now, Angel. Only thing we got to do is concentrate, win the game today. We're down in Tampa, Buccaneer. Whoa! Next, what, Thursday? Thursday short night, week. Short week. Short week, short week. But today, use the tight ends. Run the ball. Screens. We'll be fine. We will be. And, and you're right, it is a short week. Obviously, Tampa comes to town. Tampa playing Miami down here at uh, Ray J Stadium uh, today. And then that kickoff is underway as well. But – yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a short week, so it's it's gonna determine the only good thing about the Eagles, at least, at least, Carolina. You're not talking about going over to the left coast. You're staying on the same side on the east coast, so it won't be too bad. In the same way with Tampa, they got to travel as well, and it, and and it becomes no different for them. Obviously, playing at home, then they they take on the road. So, Tampa, I would say beforehand, maybe it was winnable, but we know that we haven't beat Tampa in quite a long time. We also know that obviously Tom Brady is still doing well. And it showed. I mean, from last week being his reunion tour back in New England, now playing against Miami, it is not a guaranteed win come next week. If the Eagles want to see what their value is, it'll be between Carolina and especially on Tampa Bay on a short 
week. So we shall see what happens Thursday night at 8.20. That's going to be pretty interesting what ends up happening. And, of course, we'll be live at 7 o'clock that evening at uh, this week on Thursday. So, it, listen, again, I see Kathleen putting up a lot of comments talking about that. I guess some folks are saying about put Flacco in. I don't see the reason why putting in Flacco because, again, Jalen Hurts is learning on the fly. This is his sophomore year. Jalen Hurts will be just fine. But the more that we keep talking about, or the more, obviously, you know, whether it's any of the Philly markets, any market, any of ESPN, NFL Network, you name it. If you keep saying to take Jalen Hurts out and put in Joe Flacco, this isn't Chicago. We're not talking about taking out, you know, G or what's his name, Justin Fields for the redheaded stepchild. The redheaded stepchild was sat down. He can go play for some other team. If you're going to believe and your young QB, you might as well go ahead and start it. And it looks like Chicago finally decided to take that leap of faith. But the same way with Jalen Hurts. Jalen will be just fine. It's like everything else. I know there's going to be a lot of jitters. We know that he's going to have that mental block here and there. As far as holding on to the ball, yeah, he needs to let go of that ball. If there's no play, throw it away. It's that simple. Scrambling, trying to get one yard helps you nowhere in, in this game at all. So switching here from Jalen over to Zach Ertz, which seemed to improve from last week against Kansas City. What do we expect today as we get ready to switch other, other things as well? What is the expectation between Zach Ertz and maybe even Dallas Garrett out before we even get to our running backs? Let's get him the ball. Let's get him the ball. Absolutely. absolutely. That's at, least, at least show us 20 or 30 times where we just go to that. Just get him the ball. It's a, it's a game of numbers. I'm saying that if we get the ball to the tight ends, that we will be able to be in better position, being able to move up the field, and at least be in scoring position, at least kick a darn field goal. Use the tight ends. Give the tight ends the ball. Run the ball. Everyone wants to go on us to be a passing team. We're not that anymore. We're not that. You can't, you know, we don't have we don't have the wide receivers and the quarterbacks like that where we could just make those 60, 70 bombs and you, but you got to run the ball first. No, the pass, the run sets up the pass. The run sets up the Simple. run sets up the pass. And, and I think between Ertz and Goddard, because we need some help in the red zone too. So I think those guys should be, you know, coming across that, you know, coming across well, that the first end zone series the last week, like yeah. I touched on. Absolutely. Jalen Hurts right over Zach Hurts' head, wide open. Exactly. Like exactly. I said, 28 points you left on the field last week. Exactly. With the three damn penalties that killed you. And that's where these guys can come in handy at. Yep, that is absolutely true. And the Eagles, first series, uh, Eagles end up punting away, so now Carolina has the ball. So uh, not too good for uh, as far as the fast start when Nick Sirianni was talking about during his press conference. So, uh, yeah, yep. so a, a a punt away here, and obviously for those who are going to listen to this on the audio download, uh, we'll we'll be talking about the game throughout. So uh, you guys will be able to hear when you audio. And by the way, if you download our podcast, by all means, again go to BroadStreetSouth.com. You will see it at the top of the website where you can wherever you listen to your audio, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. You'll be able to download the show and listen to it in case you missed it as you're watching the beginning half of the, the game here against Carolina. So uh, five going to play, obviously, against the defense here. But, again, we're going to be talking about a little more here as far as the run game. Obviously, it didn't work out in the first series of play here, but we have plenty of football time left. What do we expect out of Miles Sanders today before we get into other things here? Well, Miles Sanders has been not even in the running game the last couple of weeks. Like Kenny Gainwell seems like he's getting more of the screen passes and running the ball more so. I don't know what's going on with Miles Sanders if he's in the doghouse already or what, but they're just not utilizing him right, which you should mix it up. That you should. My thoughts. 
but we also got to call the play for him, right? We got to we got to right. call the play for him. You know, the week before he had what three carries, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, that's that's not going to help much getting the run game going. Last week not was a little bit better, so hopefully we can get between Miles Sanders and, and Gainwell from a running back position. I think we can, you know, get those guys going, and if we get those in the mix, then like we said before, that can open up the um the passing game. With that offensive line, they, you know, those guys up front love to run the ball. They like to mix it up right in the trenches. So run the ball down the throat. So, Angel, if I'm correct, man, we have all the pieces. We just haven't utilized our pieces and put everything in perspective in order to go and win a football game. We have the we have a great quarterback. We have running backs. We got tight ends. We have all that. But when we get the chance and opportunity to go and call the right calls for these guys and put these guys in the best position in order to win, that's when the Eagles football team will win. Right. That's true. And, and again, it comes down to obviously it's a brand new coaching staff. That's where a lot of people got to pump the brakes a little bit. It's hard as obviously the Raiders have figured out this year when you're putting, you know, different talented you know, staff together. It may take two to three seasons before you start seeing implications from it. Some people it takes a little bit longer, but when you finally get there, you continue to build from there. So this is a, a most of these guys are together on this coaching staff, haven't even worked together at all, period. So you're talking about coming from different organizations and you're trying to put pieces together to make this organization fly once again, and it'll get there. But you're exactly right as far as having all the pieces and all the key pieces in the place. And the Eagles will turn out to be just fine. It may not be this season. I don't think a lot of people expect it for the Eagles to get into their playoffs. And if you did, no offense, I don't know what pipe you were smoking and what you had inside that pipe because, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. It could happen. Stranger things have happened. But as far as the expectations for the Eagles to make it into the playoffs this season, I mean, you would have to have a lot more things to go wrong before they actually make it in there. Is there something wrong? I'm getting the nod from the producer here that, Okay. She was saying that audio is good. All right. Just getting out in front of the producer coming out of uh, Studio B over here to let me know as far as when it came to the volume, make sure everything was fine. But again, you know, listen, a, a lot of things will happen. Paul was talking about here, we kicking up field goals. We need a stronger first half and we need to enjoy the second half, not being aggressive uh, offensively uh, until garbage time. And then uh, Mike down there, of course, everyone else at Tampa Joe's, by the way, our sponsor out there in Tampa, Florida. He says, let's rock this place today live from Tampa Joe's. We are at Tampa's Philly to South run the ball and that's what we expect to see but again things can happen we hope they happen here obviously carolina still marching on the field here with 11 36 left in the first uh they're obviously looking for a pass nope almost a sack so i'm trying to give you guys a little play by play here and throw the ball away so again a lot of expectations for our eagles offense we hope it steps up today obviously keeping the defense out there in the field any longer than need to be we're going to go right back to San Fran and Kansas City. So once again, it's got to be a balanced attack. Nick has to learn from his mistakes. And we, we're going to see it during the press conference this week. I don't think I heard anything super impressive that Nick had to say other than trying to say that, yeah, we're trying to gel. We're trying to work on things. And apparently the practice squad gets extra practice on Sunday prior to the game. So we'll see. Maybe they'll even flip guys around. We got plenty of guys on the practice squad. We got a lot of key players, a lot of key moves. A lot of things can happen and will happen. So getting to that, we also know that the Eagles schedule from here on out, it can get worse. It can get better. So if Robert happens to have the uh, schedule up there from the Eagles, we can break down as far as what we expect from the remainder of the season. I'll bring it up here on the screen. Not an easy schedule coming. By no means necessary. Right. So you got 
Again, we got Carolina this week coming up. Then you have next week after, obviously, the Carolina game. You're talking about, again, the defending Super Bowl champions coming to town with, obviously, TB12. Now, Nick Foles is not here. The last time Nick Foles beat Tom Brady, obviously, was Super Bowl 52 that we'll never forget. So, breaking out as far as with the Bucks and Eagles, who walks away with that win? Um, right now, I have to say Tampa Bay. They don't come out and get a win. Hey, it's any given Sunday, but well, 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 team well, needs well, to step up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well give, give us a little bit of benefit of the doubt here, right? So Tampa Bay didn't look too sharp last week, right? So they, 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 uh, didn't, they didn't put up too many points. So I think um, – and now they're coming into our house on, on a Thursday night. You know, they're coming up to Philly. Our crowd is still going to be a rough crowd. Um, you know, I, I think that, of course, you know, the whole Tom Brady factor – you know, it is a big thing. The Gronkowski factor is a big thing. But Gronk's out with broken ribs. So. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if he's scheduled to play this week, to play this week or not. But you know, I'm giving the Eagles a shot here because I, again, you know, I think we can put points on the board if we can manage our discipline. Right. And I think you know, with with those guys coming up here, I don't think Tom Brady and them did very well last week. So I think you know we're ready to have a shot here. Well, I want. Well, I just want to get past this game today. This team just better come out and yeah, yeah, fire yeah. on all cylinders. Yeah. And let's yeah, let's look to Tampa right after this when the, one game when that time, gun right? when that gun goes off and we're victorious, which we better be. Yeah, one, one game at a time, the, right? And the champs coming to town. Well, and then the schedule's just not getting any easier. Angel, I want to give the uh, chance and opportunity to one to give your producer a shout out. I also want to give a shout out to uh, to Tampa Joe's. And I also want to give a shout out to all my people in Singapore. Singapore, what up? Make sure you log on. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Broad Street South, coming live at you from Goose's Lounge and filled up your PA. Also, Ben, you better make that apology. You know what I mean? But going back to the Eagles, going back to the Eagles situation, man, we're going to win. We're just young. Coaching staff is young. Let's get to our tight ends and let's get a win today. Angel, we'll be fine. We'll go. be fine. If you guys are logging in right now, please make comments. Leave us a comment. You've got a question, ask the questions. We're right here, Broad Street South, baby, along with Goose's Goats. Y'all know what it is right here, all right? Plus, you got to shut that running game down, giving up 360 yards in the last two weeks. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do you attribute that to? Is that is that a defensive front or is that our linebackers? Or? I think it's both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be G up front. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Javon Hargrave is really, you know, big big Fletcher Cox not stepping up and earning that paycheck. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Bad I, linebackers that just don't tackle. I, I think we need some spirit, some Jemiah Trotter and some some Dawkins spirit on that defense a little bit. Don't mention Dawkins. <laughs> Whatever you do, you cannot <laughs> I'm mention just saying, Dawkins. I'm just saying the defense needs a little bit of uplift. I understand. I'm just saying. <laughs> need a shot in the arm with something. There you go. Malcolm Jenkins is gone, right? So 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 Man. where's our fire? We need somebody that and, and, and you know ram out. And that's why we thought that Cox was gonna do it. Right. Now Hargrave is really stepping up and taking taking that role on. You know, and I still think Barnett's, a, you know, a, a hell of a DN, but he's just, you know. I think he's out of here after this year. I'm just, uh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just, Ryan Kerrigan's been a non-factor with his, you know, thumb issues. Yeah, supposedly. yeah, and, and we had high hopes on him, right? Come, right. We, Big we D, man, let's here. talk about your frat brother, man. Let's talk about that. You want to talk about Jalen? Yeah, that's, that's all I want to talk about. I want to talk about that because, you you know, 1911, you're my brother from another mother. You know how we go back hey, like you, you know, four you flats know. on the Cadillac. Absolutely. But let's talk about your frat brother, man. 
Your frat brother got to step up, man. So whatever you got to do, give him a shout out. Give all the other brothers of Omega yeah. Sci-Fi, along with 1911, a shout out. And Jalen got to get rocking and rolling, man. Come on. Hey, man, he need, he needs his supporting cast. He, he's taking all that ownership on him. And that press off. conference, and he's mentioned this because Jalen Hurts is my is my frat brother, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. And I think that, that that what Jalen Hurts is, is, is doing right now as a as a rookie is taking it on his shoulders and saying, hey, it's on me. And, and it, it's on no me. Doubt. I'm not pointing the blame anywhere else. And is he going to play better, better today, though? Is he's, Jalen Hurts going to play better? He's going to play better. Is he going to read the defenses? Is he going to run the plays? Is he going to go? Is he going to play better? That's your frat brother. That's not me and Fuji's frat brother. That's your frat brother. Hey, hey, I'll take it on me to make sure he does what he needs to do. And that's what and that's what I think we're going to see later on today. Watch. We're going to get it going here. Can I play a song for, for Jalen Hurts, please? Go ahead. By all means. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to BG. You already know. Shout out to BG chapter. Shout out to Beta. Jalen Hurts, where you at, baby? We in the house. Come on, Jalen. You got this. You already know. Nice pun. Nice pun. This all Jalen needs. Put that in his headphones. Put this in Jalen's headphones, and we're going. Hey, sure. This, I, I told you before the show, I felt like I should be going up and stepping. I, I need a couple more people. I guess I, maybe I can get some of the seniors that live around here. Go ahead and start stepping with me, because that's what I feel like at this point. Speaker out there. Get the neighborhood going. We got to get this party rocking and rolling, Andrew. From Tampa Joe's all the way down here to Goose's Lounge, we got to get the Eagles fans rocking and rolling. All the brothers of Omega Sci-Fi, all the brothers of Kappa Alpha Sci, and all my people in Singapore, we got a party together, pregame all damn day long. It's nothing about the Eagles. Build up the Eagles. Here we go. We're going to get this win today, Angel. Singapore and all over the world, all rocking. All over the world. Singapore, my peoples, eight people. <laughs> and let's, by the way, to all the people out there in Brazil as well, thank you for the love and support because we see we continue to grow in Brazil. That is absolutely awesome. Poland, Germany, I don't know how to speak the language, but i tell you this much. Thank you. Uh, more than anything else, and for everyone who's starting to catch a show overseas, we do appreciate it. Whether you're an Eagles fan or just having to catch a podcast on the other download, we do appreciate it. We have over 1,300 downloads to this date. Uh, we do appreciate, again, the love and support. And, by the way, I will be on later on as well back with the uh, Steel City crew on Steel City Renegades. That comes on at 7 o'clock tonight with uh, Lee Money and Trevor Nadell. So we'll be on later today wrapping about, obviously, the Eagles game, the Steelers game, and what's to be uh, expected later on. Patty says, as a quarterback, uh, is his responsibility. Bottom line, he needs to put his receivers in a position to catch the ball, which is absolute truth. Listen, and, again, we expect that, obviously, we're catching the game in and out here in between with some uh, 11 minutes, some change left in the show. But we're 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 going to see we're, we're we're hoping to pump again the brakes a little bit, and we'll see if Jalen Hurts going to step up today along with everyone else, and we'll see as, uh, the same way with the potential trade that we're listening in from apparently from the Chicago Bears from for Jalen Rager. So there's there's no need to get too crazy as far as what to be expected. It is only week five. There's plenty of time to turn things around. We all know that the NFC East could also just fall apart at any given point in time. So there's a lot of time still left for the Eagles to get this turned around. We just want to see it happen sooner rather than later because, again, Tampa is coming next week. I know we briefly touched upon 
as far as the schedule up and coming. And we also have, uh, what did you got? The Raiders also, we're, we're traveling out to Las Vegas for that game. That's another big one as far as the, for, to go out to Vegas to win there. You're also talking about going out to Denver. So there's a lot of tough teams that are still left Jordan, yet to play. And the yeah. Phillies. We ain't no joke either. There so the Eagles, Eagles got their – I mean, today is a must win because the next six or seven games are tough until they go up against the division at the end of the season. And we got to keep an eye on the division. What's the, what's the division doing? We got to keep an eye on those guys, man. Well, Washington <laughs> Washington and the Giants both one and three as well, and yeah. Dallas three and one. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see. That's it. That's the Cowboys. We've seen the Cowboys the way they've they've – They've had their moments where obviously they start out either on a good win streak and we've seen them flatten out. Obviously, Dak Prescott is proving a lot of people wrong as far as stating that he was going to be done, that he's not what's worth for Dallas and this and that. But again, it that's you know, that's for another show to hold a different day when we see him again in December back in Philly. And that will be a win for the Eagles. I'm just telling you that right now. I expected them to lose in Dallas, which they did, but I expect them to win week, what is that? I think week 15, week 14 in Philly. So it's giving a lot. And take a look here as we bring the schedule back up. Uh, we're also looking at the Lions, October 31st. Chargers, November 7th. And we talked about the Broncos. The Saints, uh, that 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 could be doable with the Saints. Then you have, obviously, Eagles versus the G-Men from up north. Yeah, That's in New York. The Jets. the Jets. So we basically, we might actually just stay there for the entire week because you're traveling back up to North Jersey all over again. DCU, December 19th. Giants come into town on December 26th. And then you have yeah. there we go. Then you got Eagles in DCU and the Cowboys against the Eagles. So there's a lot of things that, that can in the red zone. Player. And then and see that's the whole thing, Angel. From Tampa to Singapore, we are the number one from the show Bay Area and back. The Bay down. Area to back. Listen, wow. we are the number one show on TV. Social media, we support all football fans, but we're definitely supportive of the Philadelphia Eagles. So this glass ain't half empty, Angel. This glass is half full, baby. We just got to keep on cheering. We got to keep on playing the Atomic Dog. We got to right, keep right. on talking about the situation. We're not getting off this broadcast until the Eagles score a touchdown. And then maybe we'll come back at halftime or maybe we'll go and do a, a, you know, a, a post-game uh uh, you know what I mean? Briefing or whatever the right. case may be. But we're cheering for our Philadelphia Eagles. So while everyone else is being doubters and being Debbie Downers, we're going to sit here and cheer and we're going to party and we're going to smoke uh, Monte Cristos and drink water <laughs> and have a great time. Fuji's off the hook. Fuji has been partying, Angel, since the time that he got here in Royce for <laughs> PA, a.k.a. Party I National. I like it, don't I? <laughs> you know what I mean? They went to my – they both came to my house. Just let you know, they both came to my house. Yes, we did. You know what I mean? We were drinking brews, mm -hmm. eating cheesesteaks, having a great time. <laughs> that was our breakfast. You know what I mean? I called mm -hmm. Ben Simmons. He didn't answer my phone call, so – he was supposed to come and pregame with us also, but we're going to keep partying until the Eagles get a win. We're going to get a win today, Angel. So I'm assuming the alarm clock at your house this morning sounded like this. <laughs> yes, sir. That's exactly what it sounds like. So we've been pregaming. We, we, you know, we've been partying. We're going to, we're going to keep pregaming and partying. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. It's, it's going to be fine. I, I think, again, all of us, we all get caught up in the moment. We all understand that we're we're expecting many things to happen with this team, with this organization. It's going to be just fine. I think Jalen Hurts 
is the quarterback of the future for the Eagles. I know a lot of people are are if they want to re- kind of I guess refer to him as Donovan McNabb. I think he has a better upside than Donovan did, and I know a lot of people love Donovan McNabb. But again, he will get everything on track. I mean, look at Kyler Murray. It's been what three years with Arizona. Arizona now starting that hot start. So if Kyler Murray can do it, Jalen Hurts will be just fine as well. So we'll see. They, again, stranger things have happened. I see a run play coming up here. Went nowhere. Went backwards. But it's okay. So uh, a couple of things to get into before, and we probably will be coming back here at the half. Uh, Urban Myers in a lot of hot water. That's Urban right. Myers decided that he didn't want to travel back with Jacksonville. Sleeping stay, in the house. Yeah. Not inside the house. Outside. Well, he decided that he wanted to stay stay back in his hometown, go back to the bar that he owns, and then decided to get things going with a college female, to put it in the most polite terms, because obviously we're not here about disrespecting anybody. But, of course, she posted on there with some writing, like, who is this guy, knowing well who he was. It was Urban Meyer. But Urban decided that he wanted to take it a little bit further, and I won't say what he decided to do, but he decided to take a, an extra step further. And as if he thought that everyone in this modern age didn't have video equipment, that surface, and then now is the fallout. Supposedly before the season even got started, he wasn't doing too well in the locker room. Touchdown, Birds. Bobby Smith. Says they really brought it back. Yeah, this is what it looked like. Looks like a pick. The shout out to Jack the Booze. You called it. Thanks for tuning in. Devontae Smith got him involved. Angel, can I make a comment, please? Angel, sure. no, you're not allowed. Can I make a comment, please? No, you can't. Sure. <laughs> you make a lot of comments. <laughs> Yo, it's not coach's fault. Seriously. It's not. What that situation that happened. To the uh, to the head coach for for the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh, that 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 Urban Meyer, that was not his fault. Angel, you know, and I know your producers right there, but I've sat next to the bathroom before. D, how many parties have I DJ where I where I'm sitting up there and somebody comes to the DJ booth and they want to ask, you know what I mean, to make a request, and I'm like, nah, listen, sis, I can't play your song right now. I might play your song a little later. Yeah. And they sitting there, and they might want to dance, or they might want to rub up against you, and there's been times where I, I'll push her away, like, nah, you know what I mean? Girls get flotatious. Just like my situation that happened with my man in, in Houston. I ain't gonna say his name, because I got in trouble for it, but I don't I don't blame Urban Meyer, man. She knew that he was a head coach. She knew that he was married. She knew that he was the owner. She continued to be flirtatious with him. It's not Urban's all fault. Do you guys agree to disagree? Or do you think that Urban should have pushed her away or or you know what I mean? Got security in order. But it wasn't his fault, man. That happens all the time. I'm a supermodel. 
and I'm a superstar, and I'm a Hall of Famer. So I get that all the time. You know what I mean? I get women from all over that want to take pictures. Nah, sis, I can't take a picture with you right Your now. World Can you sign an autograph? Can you play this song? Can you do that? They're on me all the time because I'm a super, you know, I'm a supermodel. I'm, I'm a hot commodity. I'm a super freak so like Rick James, aren't you? What I'm saying about you three, along with Robert, Y'all ain't never, you know what I mean? Y'all don't got no chicks that want to take pictures with y'all or maybe a free meal. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> y'all don't got women that are interested in y'all. So y'all would never be in Urban Meyer's situation. But if you're Urban Meyer, what else is you supposed to do? He's sitting there minding his own damn business, Angel. That wasn't his fault. She's rubbing all up against him. She's sitting there doing all, you know what I mean? All, you know, that's not right. What is he supposed to do? No. Get him out of Jacksonville at own for Ainge, what was he supposed to do? She's rubbing all up, give him the dookie butt, and you know what I mean? Rubbing all up against him. That wasn't right. That lady knew whether she was drinking or not drinking or whatever. She knew that he was a head coach. She knew that he that he was the owner of the club or the restaurant, and she knew that, she, that he was the head football coach. So don't you think that it was something behind the scenes that she that she wanted to go and accomplish? She could have, but unfortunately, the message that's coming out of Jacksonville is this. You lose! Good day, sir! And that's what's going to end up happening, unfortunately. Eric Myers, he knew it. Listen, you know as you're a grown man. You know what's going to happen when you go out there. You also know that some people want to be in that limelight. They want to see, like, oh, my God, I'm going to take him down. Whatever the case may be. But Urban knew that he should have gotten someone from his staff, whomever was around him, and said, excuse me, young lady, go ahead, move over, do what you want to do with, you know, go over there with, with, you know, nonstick Charlie or anyone else. But you know what's expected of you. He should have known better. And not only that, his wife, I'm pretty sure, wants more answers than everybody else. Well, so he has some answers. He, he, he has some explaining to do. <laughs> he has some explaining to do. But I, I'm, I just wanted to make the make the point that if you ever been in that situation where someone is flirtatious or all up in your grill like that, it's not all Urban's fault, man. It, it's, it may not be the same, the same exact way because obviously it takes two. It really does. It takes two people. But unfortunately, he got caught up in a situation where he shouldn't been caught up in. It's just like telling a joke. If you tell a joke to somebody, it all depends on how people interpret it. Do they take it too far? If you state a compliment, do people take it too far? We're in a society that we, if you tell someone in an office building, good morning, you have to watch the tone of it because you'll get called to HR for saying good morning. I'm Angel, sorry. I, I understand. Angel, listen, me and Fuji went to a cheesesteak place this morning. They weren't open. They told us that they had one hour before they opened. And the way that Fuji was rubbing up against the head chef to make a cheesesteak was worse than what Urban Meyer did. And Fuji didn't, you know what I mean? Now, I don't know what Fuji did because the guy did make the cheesesteak and it was a Fuji. Was that cheesesteak good or what? <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do to that? <laughs> what did you do to that chef, Fuji, for him to make that cheesesteak? Fuji, am I lying? Did the place open right up in the hour? Were we there an hour early? Yeah, and we what did an what the chef do after you went and gave them a little Urban Meyer uh, lap dance? What happened? <laughs> Somehow, some way, we got yeah. our cheesesteak. Hey, what did you? What were you doing? When I, <laughs> well, when I, I had to I, step I, outside. Maybe I, it was you behind the curtain. I, I did. I threw a couple extra dollars. But shout out to all my guys in Singapore. Number one, because Singapore is going to be our biggest audience. Because I shouted them out. Watch, Angel. Remember what I said, along with all the Philadelphia Eagles fans. 
Shout out to all the Buccaneers fans. Shout out to all the Cowboys fans. Shout out to all the Patriots fans and the Steelers fans. We are going to be the number one show. But shout out to Urban Meyer. Urban, I got your back, man. When everyone else was against you, the big power forward no. from Goose's Ghosts, um, Goats, a.k.a. Uh, Broad Street South, I had your back, bro. So just give me a call, and I'm going to bring you on the show. We're going to talk about it. Because what Fuji did was much worse than what you did at that at, at his spot. How much is Urban Meyer paying? Uh, about $10 million. <laughs> Listen, then I, all I'm wondering is if did Fuji walk in saying this to uh to your chili state? Let's get down, let's get down to business. That's all I want to know. That's exactly what Fuji did. <laughs> but at, at, at this time, from the power forward to Fuji man and my man D, we're signing off. We're gonna sit here and continue the pregame and we're gonna watch the Eagles. We'll check in with you later. Shout out to Tampa Joe. Shout out to your producer. Shout out to my man, Angel. We'll get back in contact with you, man. Let's go. Philadelphia Eagles. We're on it. We're on it. We flying, baby. That we are. And again, thanks again to Tampa Joe's and, and to Philly South, the official fan club of Broad Street South. And we'd like to thank them for being down here. 9316 Anderson Road in Tampa, Florida. Serious food. Serious fun. Those guys and girls, they do a tremendous job out there whenever we're out there. So please don't forget to tip your bartenders and waitresses. If you guys are still watching the show out there live, we do appreciate it the same way. And I always ask, where can you find the finest cigars in the Delaware Valley? And of course, as always, at Goose's Money Crystal Lounge and Tobacconist, you guys can go and order them on cigargoose.com. That's cigargoose.com. Take a look, find flavors, the best money crystals in the Delaware Valley, and you must be over 21 in order to make the purchase. Don't forget also with Larry Gilman and Larry Gilman Live with LG Direct Sales Solutions. For all your secure payment solution needs and apparel, please reach out to Larry at 855-777-3863, 855-777-3863, or visit them at lgdirect.com. Net. And again, we thank the guys down there at Goose's Pond Media Studio. Thank you, Robert, for working behind the scenes down there. We really do appreciate you and love you for everything you do for us. And for everyone else, we will see you at the half, which is pretty much just about, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple minutes away from it at the rate that we're going right now. But we will see everyone on the flip side for my producer over at Studio B. For Debbie, thank you so much. Thank you, for everything. Thank you. And for the guys, everyone else, we will see you here at the half. <laughs> <laughs>